And joining us now, he is a senior scientific and business advisor with Christian Hansen. Dr. Steve Lerner is with us again on the program. And Steve, always a pleasure, sir. Great to have you back on the show. How are you? Thank you, Jesse. Very happy to be here. I'm quite fine. Well, Steve, we got an important topic to talk about. You know, all the heat that we've seen across parts of the country, especially across feedlot country here this summer, uh, it is uh, it has been uh, it's been something to watch. It's done a number on many operations as well. I just can't think of how many uh, cattle operations have been stressed and how many cattle we've lost due to some of this heat stress across the plains here this summer, Steve. Yes, sir. When you have the sum of many horrible conditions, uh, over 100 degrees in temperature, very little shade to be found, and then the breeze stops blowing in Kansas and Texas, unheard of conditions. You have animals that are fermenting nutrients in a fermentation vat we call a rumen. They're generating heat, and then they have a black coat, and that some animals uh, cannot survive those conditions is is so unfortunate, but uh, a reality of the perfect storm of problems. Well, and it's not just cattle too; it's it's other animals, so poultry, hogs, you name it. But specifically on the cattle side, you know, we think about hot to cold, cold to hot, or staying aggressively hot. It, it's hard for these animals to to really manage and regulate their body temperatures when they're under all that heat stress, isn't it, Steve? Absolutely. And as good stewards of animals, those that are actively looking after their care and well-being and their welfare, it is incumbent of all good managers to do absolutely everything they can to prevent animals from unnecessarily suffering in those times of transition during stress. This is what they do every day, all day. And some of the things that will help them get that done, reducing the stress of the animals in their care, is good management, good feed and clean water, and then supplements that can improve the capacity of animals to get what they need from their feed to defend themselves against stressors. Well, you said something very interesting to me before we went on the air. It's not as if you can go to an open feedlot in Kansas and build a giant shade over top of it. it. It's just not possible. So you have to look at other ways to manage things and help try to set up your animals to deal with the heat stress. And I know one thing that that comes back to, Steve, is is probiotics and good gut health to help them manage you know, everything that they're dealing with and regulate their body temperatures, et cetera. So talk a little bit about good gut health and probiotics for our cattle and how that can help during times of heat stress and, and other issues as well. Well, Jesse, I love that you can read my mind given the time we've spent together, but absolutely the use of something like effective probiotics that really do four things in an animal. They improve the animal's capacity to digest nutrients out of their feed. They improve the animal's capacity to absorb those nutrients into their body. And then they can affect the barrier function and immune functions of the gut. But absorption of the nutrients is really critical when it comes to dealing with stress. There's a beautiful resource allocation model of life that says nutrients come into the body and then based on genetics of the animal, 
they are partitioned to what the animal needs. Some goes to maintenance, some goes to defense, other goes to growth and the production of things like meat, milk, and eggs. This is what the allocation model dictates. So when animals are in times of stress, the more nutrients they can get out of their feed for use in their bodies, then they're able to allocate more of that to cooling off, to defending themselves against a metabolic stress that may occur during times of high heat. And the better the animals are prepared to do that, the more likely they can uh, resist the impact of those stressors in their lives. So every animal every day, whether it's a lot of beef cattle or a herd of dairy cattle, a flow of pigs, a flock of chickens, a raft of turkeys, a group of dogs, those animals should be on something that gets more nutrients out of their feed into their body. And one of those some things is effective probiotics. Well, we think as well with probiotics, Steve, you know, they're, they're natural. It's something that, as you've alluded to, can just add to what we're already feeding them to try and get the most out of the feed, especially as well, you know, with times of high feed prices, I'm sure producers want to make sure that feed goes a little bit farther. But of course, just, you know, the fact that things are, the probiotics are natural, as you've mentioned, you know, effective probiotics, that's really a key as well. And when you think about sustainable agriculture and this whole idea that now we're looking at life cycle analyses from the inception of the product till its final use and disposal, does the product support sustainability? Is, is there good circularity? It returns, comes from nature, goes back to nature, if you will. And with the exception of the packaging we put probiotics in, they are perfectly circular. They come out of nature. We grow them up naturally. We feed them to the animal. When they're put back out of the animal, they return to nature. It is a completely sustainable concept with a minor thing of the packaging. <laughs> but, but, but in truth, these are the kind of natural solutions that we look for because we want agriculture to be sustainable, but also efficient. And the more efficiently that you can have nutrients absorbed, and now let's talk a little bit of chemistry. Nutrients are made up of carbon and hydrogen and oxygen and some nitrogen. And the more carbon and hydrogen and oxygen you keep in the animal, the less of that goes back out into the environment as methane and CO2 and nitrogen-containing waste into the ground. So if you can keep more nutrients in the animal by feeding effective probiotics, then you can actually reduce the amount of pollutants that go back out into the environment. In fact, there's some great evidence that if you can increase animal efficiency, you can reduce methane production and cattle become a net cooling impact on the planet, which is, which is kind of cool. Very, very true. Well, Steve, always appreciate the time. Any other final thoughts you have for us here real quick before we run out of time? Well, Jesse, uh, it's simply to say that every animal every day in our care and, of course, friends and family should all be on an effective probiotic. It simply should be the rule. Effective probiotics support normal and normal is what we want. Well, we appreciate the time and insights as always with that senior scientific and business advisor with Christian Hansen, Dr. Steve Lerter. Thanks for joining us today and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Jesse.